everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. Today's episode is titled Leaders Don't Fix People. It's easy to see how a leader's job might be to fix their people, to get them to do their work better, to get them to perform. However, when you focus on that, you really communicate to your people that they're broken. I'm going to share with you a simple, effective, and quite frankly, a very new way to look at your people a little bit differently so that you actually get the results that you want. Okay. So whether you're a leader in the workplace, you're a leader in your ministry or a nonprofit, you're a leader in your home or all of them, try this method. I dare you. You might want to take notes for this one today, guys. Okay. Enjoy. All right, so let's talk about leaders and fixing their people, okay? So leaders, it's it's very easy, it's very tempting to want to fix your people, right? So you see something that needs to be fixed. Let's say, you know, I know, wild and crazy idea. Everybody shows up to work on time and they just do the work that's assigned them, right? And for whatever reason, sometimes our people don't do that, right? So I have seen time and time again that leaders come in and, you know, try to fix their people, right? So um, come in maybe a little authoritative and demanding and bossy. And we think that that is going to help, don't we? When in reality, and if you've been following our, our podcast and our videos lately, you know we're talking a lot about self-image, right? And how your people see themselves will drive their behavior, it's also how you see them that drives their behavior. And I want to explain that a little bit today. So when you come in kind of hot and heavy, so to speak, you are subconsciously communicating to your people that they're broken. Okay. So if you see something that needs to be fixed, well, why does it need to be fixed? Because it's broken, right? Now I want to play around with this idea a little bit. So, Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, where your energy go, where your focus goes, your energy flows, right? So the thing that you focus on, you're going to get more of. So when you focus on the brokenness of your people, the things that they're not doing well, what are you going to get? Okay. Now, this could include, you know, um, not just in the workplace, right? This could also include in ministry, nonprofit world, at home with your kids, this really includes everybody. Um, Neville Goddard said that the man who imagines others at their best and exercises forgiveness performs miracles. So we talk a lot about how leaders are influencers, right? It's not about your position or title. It's about the influence you have in all of these different groups that you're a part of, right? Whether it be, you know, a, a social media group or, you know, maybe you attend a, a place of worship or a community type of event, right? You're an influencer whether you have a position or not. So how you see people largely determines how they're going to kind of show up in the world. Now, 
One of the things that I've been learning a lot of lately is this idea of revision. And I've talked about it a little bit before. So I'll, in the comments, I'm going to leave a link for our search engine. And if you want to know more about imagination or revision, jump into the search engine, input those keywords, and you're going to find videos and podcasts and all kinds of stuff that I've already done on that. Uh, so if you want to go deeper in that, please use that search engine. It will find all the things for you. Okay. So you want to show people that there's a difference, right? How do you do that? Well, really, it's about using your imagination. So let me give you a couple examples. And I'm going to use different ones so that they're not all just about the workplace. So let's say, for example, I have um, kind of a wonky interaction with my husband, right? So we, you know, we're talking about something. And for whatever reason, it's just not the, the most positive interaction, right? I can go back later and I can say, okay, all right, maybe he didn't show up in that conversation like I wanted him to, right? So first of all, maybe um, I didn't feel like he listened to me. Now, on a side note, whenever I get to that point, I, I, I just kind of pay attention to that because whatever you expect of another person is usually something that you need to do for yourself. And so if I expect him to listen to me, I need to say, whoa, 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 where am I not listening to myself? Okay. But that's, that's a whole nother podcast episode. So after this interaction, I might take a few minutes and step back and go, okay, wait a minute. Let me, let me use my imagination to think about this scene differently. If I could write this scene and it was the best possible scenario, what might that look like? Now, this is very different than going back and running through what happened and, you know, determining, oh, I should have said this or, oh, he could have done this, right? There's a fine distinction here because when you're using the practice of revision, you're trying to move forward. You're trying to really create a positive memory of that interaction in your brain. So the next time you have an interaction, things will be different. As opposed to, you know, let's say you have a fight and you get on the phone with your girlfriend and you're talking things through and your girlfriend's like, oh, he's such a jerk. He's such a jerk, right? Here you're trying to see that other person in the best light possible. Okay. See the difference? Okay. Let me give you an example with the kids. So um, let's say I have a, a negative interaction with one of the kids. Um, let's face it, they're 10, 13, and 15. It's going to happen, right? Um, I can do the same exact thing, right? So maybe my 10-year-old my who, let's face it, you know, life is, is hard sometimes when you're 10, right? Maybe she's mad at me because I, I told her she couldn't do something, right? So after that, I'm going to imagine what having this interaction with her would be like when she's at her best, okay? The man who imagines others at their best and exercises forgiveness performs miracles, okay? This is a whole nother level of thinking and influencing and leading that quite frankly, most people don't ever know about and they definitely don't do, okay? So I'm, I'm, this is kind of like the insider secret for you, okay? Now, how can you use this in the workplace? Well, let's say um, a staff member is not performing. So I actually did this uh, on a staff member not too long ago. 
um, I wasn't getting the the uh, projects returned back to me in a timely fashion, okay? And it was really impacting my ability to move things forward. So I sat down and for several days just took two minutes. Every time I would come upon this thought of, it's not here yet, right? Oh, she didn't get that to me. I would stop and I would take a couple minutes and I would imagine, first of all, the project being on my desk, right? Um, but I would imagine her coming forward and saying, ah, I took extra time to make sure that it was done really well for you, okay? So I imagined her at her best. And wouldn't you know it, when, when this staff member turned her stuff in, you know what she said? I, I know it took longer than I told you it would. I know it took a few more days, but I really wanted to make it good for you, okay? Now, this isn't, you know, hokey, new age, magic kind of stuff. There's a ton of science behind it that I'm not telling you about, okay? So don't just look at it and say, oh, that's Michelle coming up with weird stuff again. No, no. What happens is when you in your use your imagination for this, you are creating a new memory about that person. And when you create a new memory about that person, it starts to change your attitude. You subconsciously communicate to that person, you're amazing. I mean, let's think about that for just a second. If I have this interaction with my husband and I think, oh, he's a jerk, he's a jerk, right? What you focus on, you get more of. So that's not going to actually make a change, right? If I use my imagination to create a new memory, right, I have a choice there. And so if I choose to focus on the good, guess what? It's, I'm going to have a better attitude, right, which probably is going to bring a different energy to our interactions, which helps him to come up to his best level, okay? So... I'm just saying that there's different ways of handling issues. And when you come in hot and heavy with people and you kind of are demanding and, and tell them what to do and how to do it, uh, it's not always taken in the best light, right? But you can use your imagination to create new memories and a new attitude in you. I promise this works. Please, guys, try this. Um, if you need any help with this, first of all, go to the search engine because I've already given, uh, I know I've done podcast episodes on revision before. So if you just type in revision, all of those will come up and listen, it's not going to tell you go, you know, listen to September 30th, you know, of last year, it will actually take you directly to where I started talking about revision in that podcast. Okay, that's the beauty about this search engine is it takes you exactly to that word. So you don't have to slog through other things that you might not, not want to listen to. Okay, so go look up revision. Um, if you want information on imagination, there's a ton out there. Um, but try this for yourself. If you use the search engine, you go and you, you get all that info, you go and you try it and you still need help, please reach out to me. I would love to walk you through this one. Um, quite frankly, I would love it if, if some of my coaching clients would take this on and, and we could kind of show the world our results. Um, so try this. It's a grand experiment. Okay. Awesome. Hey, I hope this helped you today. Uh, I, I hope that you go and you use this. At the very least, I hope it got you thinking about what kind of communication am I giving to my people? So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.